Good evening, Bums, and welcome to the February edition of Bums Corner Coast to Coast. I'm uh, Tom Arnholt out here on the left coast. And way over here on the right side of the map, I am Mike Eschelman. Uh, this is what our 15th episode that we're doing right now. Uh, wow. The second one of our second year. Who would have yeah. thought? And I, I'm going to tell you, when um, we put together January, there was a glut of stories. There was just nothing going on. It was scary. The cupboards were bare. And then out of nowhere a few days ago, Tom puts this document <laughs> on our shared Google Drive, and it is just bursting at the seams with stupidity. Yes. So thank you, America, <laughs> for, for stepping up. And, uh, and and reclaiming 2021 uh, truly as the year of the bad choice. Absolutely, you know all the the vaccines go out, the restrictions come down, and all the stupidity that's just been brewing for a year comes bursting right. out. All the stuff you didn't want to see, you know, you know, in the new normal. Yeah, it's there, <laughs> and it's glorious. <laughs> it, it's and yeah. say what you want about americans but we will never ever not be stupid that's true you know and that's the that's the beautiful thing about freedom (laughs) (laughs) amen (laughs) um yeah what else there's not a lot we don't have any like notes from the past meeting to go over anything um no, nothing from the minutes. No, um, we do want to give a shout out to our uh, benevolent sponsor, Big Kitty Labs. Yes. Big Kitty Labs. So um, here we... They can solve anything. They can. They're miracle workers. If you have an it's crazy. idea and you want to turn that idea into a stack of money, that's the people you call. Right. Think about it. If if we had a big kitty labs when we were like in high school or, or early in our, if we had a big kitty labs in our twenties, we'd be Bill Gates and and Jeff Bezos right now, mm. and they'd be somebody else. They'd be just some chumps. If there was a a, a, a benevolent think tank that could, <laughs> you know, that that sole purpose was to turn your you know, I hate to be cliche, but you know, your dream into reality. That's kind of what they are about. It's like, does you know, does does will this work? Sure. Or no. Uh, I want to agree with you so bad, but then I, I think about some of the stupid shit we came up with when we were twenty. And oh, yeah. I think we still would have existed, but we would have bankrupted this benevolent Entity. <laughs> well, yeah, that's when we're Gen Z. That's what we do. <laughs> Nothing we did was that great, but it came out with such no. awesome stories. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If nothing else, there's that. And I think that's where you know, we. I think we kind of missed the mark at the at the 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 early days of YouTube. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, I think we could be YouTube famous. You know, twenty years ago. Yes. Or ten years ago. Absolutely. And uh, you, ironically, you hit on that in uh, the tonight's batch of articles, too. 
You, you like that segue? Yeah, that it's like I've done this before. All right, so uh, we're going to stick Big Kitty Labs ad in right here. So um, we will see all of you again in like 32 seconds. All right, boys, how many dollars are you going to give for it? Hey, come on in there. We're going to sell a module. Hey, you need a prototype. Hey, dude. Hey, come on in here. Come on, Startup Nation. Hey, Hello, America. Put that eggnog down and welcome to the new year. You got dreams, and we're ready to make them. We got apps, APIs, and websites, platforms, enterprise solutions, and loads of healthcare experience. Better yet, we know what to barbecue. It's a time of promise, people. COVID is on your ass and you're going to make some cash. The time to innovate is here. Old business, new business, revamping your business. Come one, come all, we got you covered. So come on down to Big Kitty Labs and breathe some life into that big idea you got. And let's get busy today. Visit us online at BigKittyLabs.com. You know, um, that's a weird fucking ad. Yeah, it is. It's great. <laughs> it's crazy. I remember yeah, when, when, when Dan sent that to us, and I was like, well, that's awesome. That's just so completely, <laughs> like, perfect yes. for for what they do and for what we do. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, in, in half a minute, they, they tell you who they are, what they do, how to get a hold of them. And, mm-hmm. and yet, there's so much weird. There's like an hour's worth of weird going on around it. You know, it, yeah, it just it, it begs so many questions, <laughs> and that's and that's that's you know not to go off on a on, on a tangent, but that's that's the beauty of radio advertising, mm. um, or of, of audio advertising. Sorry, that you know it does it creates that theater of the mind, and it's you know you're not limited to what you can see, you're limited to your imagination based on you know deriving, you know in your own head the images that, that are concocted by what you hear. So I think you get a lot more mileage and it's a lot more, to me personally, granted I'm biased, but you get a lot more mileage out of a, an audio spot than you would a, a TV spot because of the, you know, TV you're limited by what you can show on a screen versus, you know, audio where you're only limited by the listener's imagination. Hmm. This opinion is brought to you by a guy whose living depends on audio advertising <laughs> actually it doesn't it doesn't so much anymore however oh christ <laughs> support your locally owned independently operated radio station the three of them that are left in the country right mm-hmm. man and the best one of them is right there in columbus ohio but cd 101 or WWCD, I guess they can't call them 101 anymore. Yeah. 90 something. 90 92.9. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love uh, they had a t shirt because, you know, initially they were 101.1 and then they were 102.5? 3? 3. 5? 102.5. 3? They were 102. something. Mm-hmm. And now they're 92.9. And the t shirt is great because it's got, you know, they, they, they use that, that oval. Uh, logo yeah. like the, the European dry, you know, in Europe they use those to there's a designator that you can stick that on your card and tell people where you're from. Right. So they're like, oh shit, they're from Belgium, quick, get out of the way. Um, so they got that, that, that European oval sort of format on their, their logo, 
and uh, the T-shirts got the 101.1, 102.3, and then 92.9. Is you know, and the first two are like X'd out, and it's like <laughs> third times the charm. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I think that's brilliant. Oh. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I. I will admit, I don't listen to terrestrial radio anymore, but mm. back when they started, they were an amazing station. I mean, they would play anything. It um, yep. it reminded me of like two guys with a milk crate full of CDs. You know, just like, yeah. here's what I got for the week. Play it. You know, they would play anything. And it was fantastic. And, the, and kind of for the most part, that's kind of how it was. Um, you know, we had, we had carte blanche to kind of, kind of do what we wanted and it wasn't, we weren't beholden to, a, you know, I'm sorry, I keep saying we, they weren't beholden to a corporation, um, you know, or, or, or a board of directors. Right. It was, you know, a guy who really liked radio that said, I'm going to throw some money at this and I want a radio station and I'm going to hire people who love music. To make it happen. Um, and that's kind of what it was. We'd get, you know, they would get stuff uh, sent in and, it, and most radio stations are run this way. It's, you know, the, your program director gets, uh, you know, the, the labels send in CDs and you sit around, you listen to it and you decide what's good. Um, but with 101, I think a lot of, they, they, they've got the latitude to go, yeah, the label's really pushing this, but it doesn't sound good. Right. <laughs> so, No. We're going to play this one. Yeah. Which is nice. I was a huge fan. And, you know, here in Columbus, there just was nothing, um, no competition. You know, I think we had um, we had one metal station, a couple country stations, and the rest of it was just 60s and 70s rock. Yeah. Top we 40, had an oldies. Top 40. Yeah, and oldies. I guess you're right. Yeah. We had an oldie station for a while, and then you know nobody could beat WNCI. They were the they were the the the, the contemporary hit, the CHR top forty. Right. You know it was pop. You know they call it pop for a reason. It's it's popular, mm-hmm. um, but it, you know for people who really like music, it's it's nails on a blackboard. <laughs> it truly is. <laughs> you know it's it's screwed them on a cheese grater. It's just not it, it's not an enjoyable experience. Mm. Okay. <laughs> So, anyways, um, we have some articles and shit to talk about. Oh, yeah, the thing that we do. Shit. See, don't get me talking about radio, man. I'll go forever. I never thought I'd get turned on listening to our own show, but, man, uh, now all I can think about are cheese graters. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) It's that smooth DJ voice of yours that gets me every time. (laughs) <laughs> Flip it over for a fine grate. <laughs> oh fuck. Okay, so anyways, um so Tom always like dumps this big pile of articles on and we sort of go through and read them and look. And so I'm going through his list. I'm like, okay, yeah, naked guy doing this, naked guy doing that. And then I got to stick up gets a little, well, sticky. And again, it's not that different from every other article. It's just where it occurred that just tugged at my heartstrings. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) 
yeah like the headline caught me but then like the first line you're like aware oh, yeah right oh yeah <laughs> so oh yeah um let me read the article and then uh we will go into why it's so fucking amazing <clears throat> stick up gets a little well sticky talk about not taking rejection well a maskless man was denied service at Roscoe's House of Chicken and Waffles. So what did he do? He returned with a gun, authorities say. As reported by ABC7, after being denied, the man returned with a firearm and demanded all the chicken, waffles, and syrup before running off. The incident happened at the Roscoe's location in Pasadena, California on Wednesday evening, and restaurant staff admitted to the police that they were a bit confused as to what the man wanted when he returned with a gun because the cash registers were not in front. Robert Gonzalez, a cook at the restaurant, recalled, He comes straight towards me with a gun, pointing at me and saying, Putting all, Put all the chicken in the bag. <laughs> The suspect demanded they turn over food, chicken, waffle, syrup, to him. No word on exactly what quantity of food he was able to grab, but the man ran off, but not with any cash, according to store manager Angela Preto. He actually took chicken, and before he walked out the door, he took syrup for his chicken. (laughs) He's not an animal. The whole incident was caught on camera, and coincidentally... Due to the man's non-compliance with wearing a mask, his face was captured. No one was hurt, and the suspect is still on the loose. Okay. (laughs) Again, we've read thousands of these over the year. But when I was looking through this and I got to Roscoe's, I'm like... This is the very first article that we're going to do this episode. <laughs> I don't care what Tom says. Because oh, yeah. um, for those of you unaware, there's this movie that came out in 1988 starring John Cusack and Tim Robbins called Tapeheads. And it is, for me, the high watermark of American cinema. It is, Truly. <laughs> it's an amazing movie. It's hilarious. But... They're a, a video production company that uh, are doing terribly, terribly. They can't get a job to save their lives. And then um, they accidentally dub this um, heavy metal song onto a funeral video. <laughs> and it becomes this huge hit on MTV. And it's all this satirical look at pop culture yeah. While these two guys are just fucking around doing something that they love. And mm-hmm. one of the videos they make was for Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. And it was this, I mean, I've listened to it probably four or five times today, just getting ready for the show. It's it's hilarious. Right. <laughs> it's, oh, it's such a great spot. I mean, they, just, they captured it so wonderfully. And it was funny because I didn't know Roscoe's really existed. Right? Until a couple of years ago, when I moved to California, I'm like, oh, wait, what? what? Yes. Oh, shit, for real? And I found out the same way that about this article. Just some weird thing happened there. I'm like, what What the fuck? That's real? And so, you know, I'm on Google. Bang, 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 bang. And yeah, it's like a chain. 
And, yeah. and I was hoping that that fuzzy haired salt and pepper guy was the actual owner of all the chains. Like there was in no the King <laughs> King King Cotton is the guy that they that, that played Roscoe oh, okay. in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I like um, that video on YouTube has been viewed like forty thousand times. I'd say I'm about yeah. a third of that. So <laughs> I just I love that song. Love 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 yes. that song. Because waffles just pancakes with little squares on them. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. Um, it's inspired. Um, and it was, what's funny is is having having been having having had the oppor- the unique opportunity to to view uh, California television over the last couple of years. Uh, it you know, granted, yeah, it was eighty eight, but that's still something that would completely fly. <laughs> right now really like they didn't veer too far off like like that wasn't satire that was hey we're gonna do a spot that you would normally see on kabc <laughs> amazing <laughs> um before we get into all all of the um the meat of this story if you haven't seen tape heads track it down <laughs> Um, Do yourself a favor. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere, but hunt it down. Go to your library and get a copy of it. It's it's funny. Yeah. Um, one of the best soundtracks, I'd say, uh, of any movie yeah. from the past, I'd say, 20 or 30 years. Oh, God. What was the Swedish band that did the it's like Square Cubed? Yes. And Devo actually did the Devo was the sang a song in Swedish. That was Devo. Oh my God, I didn't know that. Yeah, so you have Devo on the soundtrack. You have um, Fishbone is on the yeah. soundtrack doing a song. Um, and then there's who were the Swanky Modes? They were just the Swanky Modes. They they okay. created that band. They have like four or five songs in the the movie too. Yeah, for some reason I had it in my head that it was uh, Sam of Sam and Dave. Like Sam, yeah. Sam Cook, not Sam Cook, the other Sam from Sam and Dave. Oh. That wasn't Sam Cook. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> no, no, sorry. I but I forget his name. I but I think like one of them wore Sam and Dave, <laughs> Sam or Dave. Uh, you were right. The Swanky Modes is a fictional duo portrayed by real life legendary musician Sam Moore of Sam and Dave. Moore and yeah. Junior Walker of Junior Walker and the All Stars. Fucking Junior Walker. That's right. Yes. So yeah, I just okay. just watch the movie. I, I don't want to spend our, our entire night here talking about how amazing it is, but just just yeah. track it down and watch it. If um if you don't like it, fuck off. I don't even want to talk to you anymore. Just you do not exist in my yeah. world. Yeah. I almost lost a girlfriend over that movie. <laughs> it you didn't lose. I'm like you fall asleep one more time during this film and it's it's over. Nope. You that that is the line in the sand. Like if you cannot enjoy part of tape heads, you do not exist in my world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, anyways, above and beyond how awesome it is that Roscoe's <laughs> chicken and waffles was in the story. Here's a dude. Okay. Um, and uh, I'm sure you've seen the videos of people that get pissed when they go in where it says on the door, "You must wear a mask." And they walk in without right. a mask and try and order, and they get pissed. This guy took it and like to the extreme here, coming back with a gun and robbing them of chicken and maple syrup. 
Well, you gotta have the syrup. Oh, that that makes it. That makes it. It's that that greasy, salty chicken with that sweet syrup that makes it. For yeah, I mean, it's the Lebowski esque rug that brings it all together. Right. <laughs> but holy Christ, that guy was jonesing for some chicken and waffles. Right, I love it. Put the chicken in the bag. <laughs> Put the chicken in the bag. <laughs> What's the lotion on its skin? Yeah, and, and the thing about fried chicken, man, he had to eat that pretty fucking fast. It does not travel well. You know? So <laughs> Yeah. It, well, yeah, especially fast food fried chicken. I mean, you know, you could you could go a day, you know, in the fridge with it and still be all right. But Yeah, but optimal. But those waffles aren't going to keep. No, God, no. <laughs> those are the rug that that's, brings the room together after a good half hour. That's like a cake in the rain, man. That's not going to last. That's no good for anybody. Oh, anyways, dude, this <laughs> this is the gold standard for our articles. I mean, it it brought back my youth yeah. with tape heads. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that the guy refused to wear a mask and then held the place up so he's easier to identify. It's got everything. Well, that's the thing. He was refused service for not wearing a mask and then comes back without a mask, but with a gun. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, I, it's not a statement on on, on mask deniers I, so much. However, uh, yeah, I think there's some, a couple of dots that could be connected there. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, just amazing, absolutely amazing. So good, so good. <laughs> and you know, sat after I read that article and just ran around the house all happy, and I was like singing the song, you know, like "Come on, all you flaggers." I, I thought I'm not even gonna bother reading the rest of Tom's stuff because it's all gonna be downhill from here. <laughs> right. Frosk was the name, and they call me the king. Grand master of the chicken and the waffle game. I mean, come on. It's been a hundred, you know, it's been a hundred years since I've seen the movie. But that fucking song is in my head. Oh, so good. So good. One final thing. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was produced by, by a monkey. By... By, by one of the, the monkeys. <laughs> it wasn't like a hundred chips right Shakespeare. No, it was... The band, the oh monkeys. Oh, my God. <laughs> like Mike Nesbitt or something. Oh. <laughs> yes. It was produced by that monkey that wore the hat and was on the skateboard. Like a grinder monkey? <laughs> Yeah, oh. he had the little vest, he had his little cup. Oh my god! <laughs> Give me money for movie. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh. I did not see that coming. That. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it was produced by the chimp that was uh, cameoed in. The Incredible Shrinking Woman, yeah. starring Lily Tomlin. You just described the plot for every movie that Disney came out with in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
<laughs> oh fuck. Okay. Um. So. <laughs> Sorry. Moving on. Yeah. Bring us, bring us up. Oh. You know, something, something uplifting. All right. So earlier I was talking about how we we could have all been YouTube famous. Well, here's a guy that 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 kind of volunteered himself out of of that possibility. A uh, YouTuber who thought an armed robbery prank would be a good idea ends up in a body bag. Oh. 20-year-old Nashville-based YouTuber is dead because he wanted to rob someone as a prank. WSMV reports that Timothy Wilkes was killed when he ambushed a group of people at the Urban Air parking lot in Hermitage, Tennessee, the location is a trampoline and adventure park. Police were summoned to the scene and interviewed 23-year-old David Starnes Jr., the pranky, who was carrying a gun, and he claimed self-defense. According to Wilkes' friends, the, the two thought it would be hilarious if they both held up butcher knives and charged a group of strangers as a prank robbery. Unfortunately for them, Starnes didn't see the camera and fired his gun to protect his friends. Metro Police did not charge Starnes, but say the investigation is ongoing. There's a lot to unpack here. Uh. <laughs> yeah. You know, initially, I, I recall the wise words of Forrest Gump, <laughs> as he so deftly stated, stupid is as stupid does. Yes. Yes. Um. Oh. You know, it's funny. I get it. You know, YouTube. No, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm, I, I'm lying. I don't get it. Why? Why is this a good idea? <laughs> Why? Hey, you know what would be funny? Jumping out at people with, with wielding knives. Yeah, that. Uh, I'm, I mean, yes, I I understand the concept that to be YouTube famous. You have to take it a step beyond the people that came before mm -hmm. you, right? Okay, so, and I, I was trying to, to think about this today. Like, what if Jackass came out 20 years before it did? Would we have incorporated a lot of that stupidity into the dumb shit that we did? Um... I don't uh, see. No, I don't think so because I think, I mean, for me at least, and from what I've seen, is is that the people who who watched Jackass and liked it and thought it was funny. I mean, Jackass was kind of a cautionary tale, right? You know, because you see them do it, and it's you know, it's one thing to go, oh, you know what, that hill is a monster fucking hill. Let's. Put me in a grocery cart and push me down it and see what happens. Yeah. Well, you don't you don't have to do that anymore because you've seen <laughs> <Right>? it. <laughs> so that idea has already been like, well, that's a bad idea. <laughs> that looked like it hurt like really bad. So let's not do that. <laughs> All right, that's a valid point. <laughs> you know, maybe 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 not hit me with a two by four. Oh or, God. Maybe not light a firecracker between my ass cheeks. Oh, was it Steve-O, like, had all that shit stapled to him? I, I don't think I've yeah. ever cringed so much watching a TV show and they were doing that to him. Like, with a an actual staple gun, like, you 
with one of those ka-chunk, yeah ka-chunk. yeah like like the hang flyers up yeah, yeah. And they're like hanging stuff on his balls uh okay yeah all right bad example but okay i i get well, no see here's the thing though you know all of these kids like yeah i want to be rich and famous by putting shit on youtube but they don't they don't see everything behind that that has to happen for that to succeed like okay most of the shit that was in jackass was staged you know (laughs) you have to get people to sign waivers and all of that so you can't just obviously you cannot run up to a pack of people in Tennessee brandishing a knife and expect that to work yeah that's not nothing good is going to come from that no so, but I mean, obviously, you can't tell Timothy and his buddy that just to say, hey, you know, when you see somebody else do this, there's a lot behind it, you know, there's a lot of work right. going into this. You don't just grab a camera and start going. So, there's that. But there's also this dude brought a gun to hang out with his buddies at a trampoline park. See, there is that side too. <laughs> Trampoline and adventure park. What kind of adventure is happening right? there? I mean, yes. Lucky for them, since they were fake attacked by two dudes with butcher knives. But I mean, when you're getting rest for the the day and like, all right, I'm gonna go hang out with my buddies and jump on a trampoline. I've got my keys, got my wallet, got my sunglasses. Better take old Betsy. You never <laughs> <laughs> almost forgot the Glock, right? <laughs> Well, um, in the news article, uh, or the, um, it was a um, news station had like footage of the outside of the place, and it was in a strip mall. So there's a chance they were doing something else there, and not going to, you know, to bounce around for a couple hours. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we got time before the movie starts. Let's, yeah, <laughs> let's go jump on trampolines right? and have an adventure. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, the kid had it coming. You don't bum rush strangers yeah. with a knife and expect something hilarious. You expect something bad yeah. to happen. Yeah, I don't think anybody says, you know what would make great comedy? Mm-hmm. Bum rushing strangers with butcher knives. Right. That's hilarious. And I guess, you know, thinking back to when we were young and dumb, um, we did a lot of stupid shit. But we did it to ourselves and each other. For the most part, we pretty much left the general public alone. Yeah, we tried to stay as self-contained as possible with our mayhem. (laughs) Absolutely. Because, you know, A, you could get in trouble a lot easier the more people that know about the dumb shit that you're doing. Right. So don't broadcast it. But uh, I don't know. Again, it, uh, it has to be a generational thing. Thank God that phones did not have cameras when we were kids. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad the internet was new when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and it was just a green screen. <laughs> oh, but yeah, one less YouTuber. And sadly, I'm sure that somebody tried that right after that article came out, too. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, he just did it wrong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Yeah. Okay. So, not that anyone in this age group listens to our show, but here's the thing: you can make videos of stuff like that, but you have to plan it in advance. And you know, get your buddies to yeah. pretend that you're mugging them and film it, and it'll <laughs> it'll still be just as funny to the general public. Yeah. But you won't get shot. Right. Win win. Yeah. <clears throat> Or get shot and give the gene pool a chance of cleaning up the mess that you would have made. (laughs) Win-win! Fuck. Okay. Um, I'm going to take a stab at our third article here about Joseph Davis. He's a treat. Yeah. And the one ring. (laughs) (laughs) One ring to rule them all. My precious. (laughs) Here we go. Man steals rings from one girlfriend to propose to the other. What could possibly go wrong? A Florida man has found himself in quite the entanglement and is wanted after authorities say he stole an engagement ring and wedding bands from a girlfriend and used them to propose to another girlfriend. According to ClickOrlando.com, 48-year-old Joseph Davis was dating two women. It was only when one of the women, located in Orange City, Florida, discovered he was engaged to another woman who lived in Orlando that his double life began to unravel. When this woman discovered her boyfriend's infidelity, she proceeded to look up his fiancée, only to realize that she was wearing an identical wedding band and engagement ring to her own from a previous marriage. Turns out, it wasn't just a similar style. After checking her jewelry box, the woman realized her rings were missing, along with several other pieces of jewelry totaling over $6,000. The Orange City woman reached out to the fiancé, who returned some of the items, and they both called it off at Davis, who, has, who had given the women fake names of Joe Brown and Marcus Brown, the sheriff's office says. Even though they did not have his real name, the jilted women remembered he had a relative in North Carolina, and detectives were able to track down the relative who identified Davis, according to the sheriff's office. Both women who met Davis on the dating app OkCupid are working with authorities to find Davis. His whereabouts are currently unknown. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Uh, Oi. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so um, watching the Lifetime movies, I get it that there are these guys out there that want... Two completely separate lives with two completely yep. separate women. But, uh, sure. A, I mean, the guy should have gotten another job or something. You don't rob one to feed the other one. Exactly. I mean, come on. <laughs> You're gonna have the double life. At least you know have the means to to finance both. Exactly. And those are the ones that succeed. At least according to my research by watching Lifetime movies. They're the ones yeah. that are super wealthy that can afford to build two completely different families that, you know, they're separate enough that they'll never come in contact. Right. Well, even like the truck drivers and traveling salesmen from the 70s that would do this. 
could could afford, you know, knew knew not to do that sort of, you know, not to not to take that kind of stupid risk. This guy, you know, the Orange City is thirty five miles away from Orlando. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much the same neighborhood, right? In, you know, in a lot of places, right? That's, that's a little. Uh, it's like trying to do this like in your row house or your in your apartment complex. <laughs> Oh god. Yeah, that was awesome, dude. Um it just there's I felt bad for the women. I mean, yeah, yeah. They, oh yeah. They met somebody on OK Cupid and the relationship went well enough that you know, one of them was at least considering getting married to the guy. Right? And then to find out that he's not even the person that he used a fake name the entire time. Yeah, gut wrenching, you know. Like, how do you get to? Yeah, you know, to, to, for that length of time, I, you know, it doesn't say how long they were right. together or, or the relationship lasted. But to get to that stage of a relationship under a fake name, exactly. That's a level of fuckery that is just beyond me. Yes, and uh, I mean, I've done some. I've I've been the epitome of the horrible fucking boyfriend. Um. But yeah, holy crap, dude. All right. So uh, you have the time commitment, and this guy is 48. So he, he's like our age. Where does he find the energy to, to live a double life and, and, mm. and date again? He's simul- He's not like sleeping with somebody on the side. He's created two separate relationships with these women. Uh. I mean, yeah. Okay. One of them he's engaged to, but the other one. Obviously, they're far enough in the relationship that he can be left alone with her jewelry box. You know, this isn't this isn't some little side piece that every once in a while he yeah, right. gets. Yeah, this is an actual relationship. Holy fuck! Yeah. So, absolute dirtbag. I think if we were, if I were to like squeeze all the articles together to try and find a theme, it's just this this episode is just generally a bunch of assholes <laughs> yeah that's kind of the theme i mean you have the the asshole that refuses to wear a mask you have the youtube asshole that tries to rob people for fun you have this <clears throat> jackass that completely ruined two women's lives for a handful of jewelry and, <laughs> and then the crazy fucker in the last story too but <laughs> yeah this guy is is a complete asshole. <laughs> but I mean, obviously, you know, I think he was pushed to his limit. However, someone who wasn't an asshole would have a little higher limit. Uh, yes, a little bit. So shall I? Do it, man. Bring it home. Frustrated landlord ties up sleeping tenants, dumps them in cemetery. Ooh. A land, you know, like you do. Yeah. A landlord in Albany, New York, has been charged with kidnapping after allegedly kidnapping two of his tenants and dumping them in a graveyard, according to the Times Union. The landlord, 48-year-old Sean Douglas, allegedly bound the sleeping tenants with zip ties and tape, placed pillowcases over their heads, and drove them at gunpoint to a rural cemetery before dumping them in the snow. <laughs> according to law enforcement sources and police records. 
Douglas had apparently grown frustrated because he had been unable to evict the tenants due to COVID-19 restrictions. Police records obtained by the newspaper indicate Douglas has been arrested previously for charges ranging from assault to violating an order of protection. Douglas was arrested Monday afternoon and arraigned on charges of second-degree kidnapping and held on $50,000 bail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sean Douglas. Again, somebody who's around our age. Yeah, yep. Completely just fucking up. Yeah, and okay, so I looked it up because I was curious... Order of protection is just the New York version of a restraining order. Right. So he violated a restraining order in the past. He has an assault record in the past. There it is. And um, I, I, he didn't think this through. At well, the thing is, I, I, yeah. I mean, what? Good. What did he think was going to happen? You know. Okay, you you dump them in the snow. They're all tied up. They're in a cemetery. They're going to get out eventually, or die. Ah, uh, yeah, I mean, yes, possibly slimmest of slim chances. But okay, so he's got a gun because he held him at gunpoint. He's got the zip ties. Mm-hmm. Take him to the cemetery and fucking bury him. You know, Ray, don't half-ass this. <laughs> yeah. Because, again, they're, they're going to help each other get out of this and come back. So, I don't know. I was trying to put myself in Sean Douglas's head. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe they're just... Maybe the, the tenants are like me. They just never fucking leave their house, right? And he thought, if they were just gone for six hours so I could clean their shit out, throw it on the sidewalk, and move somebody else in... I'd be, yeah. I'd be golden, you know? Right. And that's the thing, you know, I don't know how what the laws are, like, in, in New York or anywhere else, but, you know, the, the squatter laws, at least in California, um, I don't know why anybody would be a landlord here. Really? Yeah. Um, there are so many ways for landlords to get screwed over um, you know, by people that just refuse to leave. Mm. You know, and can, you know, okay, well, you know, housing is expensive here, and so you know, you could always point the finger at, well, you're gouging your tenants or whatever. You know, I'm not saying all landlords are are angels by any stretch. However, it's it's very difficult, um, you know, to to, uh, to exercise an eviction order, hmm. at least in the state of California. I would assume given, you know, the historic parallels between New York State and the state of California, that they're probably probably fairly similar. Right, right. And I'm sure tacking on all these restrictions, too, with the pandemic going on makes it doubly hard. Exactly. And you know, I think we know with the pandemic, you know, the stay-at-home and the uh, the exceptions right. that were made, um, and rightly so, you know, yeah, this guy's probably at his wit's end. Because here's the thing, too, is, you know, as a landlord, and I, I think of landlords, you know, people that, like, own, like, apartment buildings, right. and they've got several units to sell out. Well, if nobody in the building is paying rent because they don't 
legally have to for a specific set of time. Has there been any provision put in place that says the owner of the building gets to, to waive his uh, requirement to pay taxes on his building? Okay, so, and again, I, I'm not familiar with New York or California, but I, yeah. I remember when these orders started coming out. And um, the point was, yes, if you're either unemployed because of the pandemic or you have to stay home and watch your kids because they're not in school because of the pandemic and you can't work, whatever mm-hmm. the case is, and you can't pay your rent, there are um, protections in place for you that you will not get evicted. Now, you have to pay the money back. So whenever your situation is better, you do have to catch up. But... On the point that you brought up, there were also, um, and I don't think it was as restrictive, but the government also went to the banks and said, mm-hmm. you know, this loan that Sean Douglas has, this mortgage on this apartment building, you have to give him some flexibility on this. So okay. I, I don't think it was as as detailed as the, um, like the pause on the rent, but... Mm-hmm. The um, the government did take that into consideration that, you know, basically a landlord is just a pass-through. Rent comes in, mortgage goes out. Rent comes in, mortgage yeah. goes out. So they took that into consideration, went to the banks and said, all right, you know, you can't hold Sean Douglas responsible for this time frame because basically we're saying we're taking his income away from him. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So I would, you know, I, I would hope and assume that that would be the case, but I, 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 I had not seen anything about that. Right. So yeah. But again, going back to what did he think was going to be the result of kidnapping your tenants while they're sleeping at gunpoint, and just putting them somewhere else temporarily, <laughs> dumping them in the snow at a graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> um, how is that going to end well? Right. This is this is not something that is done by a sane, rational human being. Exactly. So, um, and and again, the fact that the article pointed out that he has a history of beating people, <laughs> people scared enough of him to get restraining orders, and he violates said restraining order. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is not a rational person to begin with. What's the thing? It says you know charges ranging from <laughs> assault, like so from assault to uh, violating a restraining order and everything right. in between. <laughs> <laughs> With this guy, you get assault and more. Oh yeah, he's not just gonna beat your ass. He's gonna beat your ass, tie you up, and dump you in the snow in a cemetery. But hey, don't worry. He won't kill you. <laughs> the only thing you have to fear is not death. Right? Is frostbite. Right. <laughs> and an uncomfortable walk to the payphone. Oh, which God. It doesn't exist. Yeah. But yes, uh, assholes abound this month. Assholes abound. Yeah. You know, in, in, in all of these cases, this, this could have been done so much easier, or not at all. Um, 
actually, here, what? I print these out because I'm a Luddite. So let's go back to the beginning. All right. Uh, let's go back to Roscoe's Chicken. And Robert can... No, he was the cook. They don't know who did it. So a guy walks in without a mask and says, I am jonesing for some chicken and waffles. What if... They say, no, go put a mask on and come back. Yeah. What if he just put a mask on? We wouldn't have this story at all. Mystery person. Mm-hmm. Uh, the YouTuber that got shot fake robbing people. Just don't do it, dude. Yeah. Uh, think it through. Or... You know, plan that shit out. There, there are other ways to be funny and get that, that bit across. Yes. Or in counterpoint, Without, do your homework. Print out your waivers. Go up to this group with David Starnes Jr. sharpshooter and say, Hey, folks. I see you're a crowd of people out in front of this trampoline park. My buddy and I are YouTube famous, and we want to pretend to rob you. Would you sign this document and act scared when we run at you? Easy peasy. Easy peasy. And it costs you the same amount of money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe five more minutes of his time. Exactly. Uh, Joseph Davis, the Floridian that was dating two women. Uh, you know, this guy's just a tool. <laughs> you know, aside from, I don't know, I don't. There is no other course of action he could have taken, because I think he's just that guy. Yeah, and, and again, I mean, it, I can't condone leading a double life. That that's a lot of work. Nobody really wins. They only get you half the time, but. Mm-hmm. Not only that, he he was fucking robbing one of them. So you're just a dick, dude. Yeah, you know you're splitting your yourself in half. If you would, you know, maybe devote half of you know the half that you're stealing from yourself, you know, put that time and effort into a relationship. Maybe it would be a good relationship. You wouldn't have to, you know, date somebody else. 35 miles away. 35 miles. <laughs> it's funny. You, you And I think you nailed it. Too, like in this... Well, I'm not worth taking a whole tank, you know, a whole gallon of <laughs> right? gas to go sugar. My cutoff is $20 in an Uber. So yeah. he took a map, put a pin in his share. girlfriend's house, and just took a piece of yarn and made a circle around it. Like, I can nail anybody in this circle, and it's okay. <laughs> piece of yarn yes oh fuck all y'all within this circle this is my kill zone that's right (laughs) I'm gonna smash it all in this yarn circle (laughs) I am Joe Douglas and I am the man (laughs) the, the very first time I read the article um, where, you know, they put the pieces together and he had that, the relative in Charlottesville. I thought, you know, what a shitty friend or relative to turn him in. But then the more I thought about it, I'm like, you know what? If, if the cops called me and said, you know, we think that one of your cousins or second cousins is leading a double life and robbed somebody to mm-hmm. give the money to another girlfriend. I would have coughed them up in a heartbeat. 
Yeah. I'm like, oh, you know what? Yeah, that's my cousin Joe. He's a piece of shit. Yep. Here's the last known address. Uh, do, right? Would you like me to call him and pretend I'm on my way so you know he's home when you come to arrest him? <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So yes, like it, like you pointed out, if you're going to leave a, a double life, be rich, be a traveling salesman, or a truck driver. <laughs> And don't rob yeah. them. Don't fucking rob them, dude. Don't rob them. It's bad enough you're robbing them of, like, I don't, damn. You know, <laughs> these poor women are going to be, like, scarred for Oh, life. yeah. It sucks. You know, not to this level, but I've, I've been Joe Davis back in the day. <laughs> And it sucks to be that guy. And like you realize that, man, you're not going to trust men for at least five to seven years. Oh, yeah. Pity the poor fool on OkCupid that hooks up with them next. Right? Like, yeah, you can take me to Red Lobster, fucker, but bring your credit report? I want to see your police <laughs> record. <laughs> what, two forms of ID? Yep. <laughs> You will be fingerprinted at the Olive Garden, so just be ready. Right. <laughs> You're not getting in the knickers until I get some Cheddar Bay biscuits. That's right. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't care if it's Lobster Fest. <laughs> no ass for you until I see a credit report. Until <laughs> we verify the... Uh... <laughs> Oh, I, I've i never been in the situation where I didn't trust somebody to that level or um, had the energy to put into stalking to this level. But are there options for just everyday people to do background checks like that that you know of? <laughs> there is. It, um You'll see them on the on the internet. Like anytime you try to track, like an unknown phone number that comes in across, you can type that phone number in. And like, the, if you Google a phone number, you'll see just myriad. Oh, like those websites to say companies we have this guy's address. We'll be able to track you stuff. know for seven dollars. We'll cough it up, kind of thing. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like, oh, we know who this is. And for seven dollars, you can find out. Yeah, but like his situation, who they are, where, where they live. He, he gave a fake name. And mm -hmm. if, if he didn't fuck up and rob one of them, they never would have found out. You know, is there a way right. if, and again, I, being a guy, I think it's a lot different, but can a woman research some dude she met off of OK <laughs> to make sure that he's not Joe Davis? You know, I think that's a, that's a fantastic, no, I'm not aware of any, any way to, that they can do that. Hmm. Um, Outside of, you know, having an account with, you know, Equifax right. and TransUnion. And yes. Um, yeah, like human resources, yes, can say, Joe Davis, you're not Joe Davis, get the fuck out of here. But right. can your average person do that? And if not, should this be the idea we take to Big Kitty Labs? This is the idea we should take to Big Kitty Labs because I think that... <laughs> And again, I don't want to sound misogynistic or, or you know, like, 
you know, this is a man trying to solve a woman's problem. But it would, because this is typically, you know, an event that is perpetrated by men on women. Yes. I would, I'm surprised that there is not some sort of Angie's list sort of service that would have, that would provide these kind of background checks. Right. And I think you could, I think a lot, oh, here's your million dollar idea, America. Somebody figure it out, big kitty labs. Um, <laughs> I think, I think whoever could, could make that happen uh, would be well, well rewarded. Absolutely. And again, it may already exist. I just, my, and I'm using the little bunny ear air quotes, uh, my stalking. The air bunnies. Yes. As far as I'll go is I'll Google, I'll check LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. If those all fail me at that point, I just assume that I made the person up and I go on my very way, you know, <laughs> but yeah, I, I would hope that a, a there's got to be a company out there that provides that service. Because, again, there's a, a million Joe Davises out there, and there's nothing OK Cupid can do to stop him from doing this. He can be doing right. it and, and, today. And I don't, I don't think a service like OK Cupid or any of those dating apps should be held liable for any of anything that, that would happen. And I, I would imagine that when you sign up to that, oh, that there is yeah. some sort of stipulation that you have to agree to. They're absolutely protected. Um, you know, they have to be um, because, yeah, the one percent that are are uh, predators shouldn't impact the the availability of the the ninety nine percent that are right. you know might might find love <laughs> exactly exactly maybe that's our million dollar idea start a mm. dating site where everybody's identification has been absolutely proven totally vetted yes yeah so when you go on you see their their shirtless picture holding a dog but when you click on it you see their credit rating you see yep. a blurred out version of their driver's license proving that they are who they say they are mm-hmm. and an employment history Yeah, mm-hmm. you know all of which would you know yeah because there is there is there is plenty of personal identifying information that is publicly available that is not privileged. Absolutely, I guess absolutely. Um, and by virtue of signing up to these services, you have to give over and agree to. An amount of, you know, you know, an amount of intrusion into that privacy. Right. You can't be anonymous, right? And sign up for OK Cupid. However, you've got to allow yourself to be vetted so that you can prove you are who you are. And anybody who is, you know, clicking on your profile, you have to agree to allow them to see a certain amount of information. Yes, absolutely. That has to be proven. Right. Or verifiable. So, yes, I want on your website, because I, I want to find love in this crazy time we live in, but t- yep. to get into the walled garden, I, I have to cough up a little bit of my private information. 
that will be shared with other people within the walled garden. Right. With the with with the assurance that that information is protected. Yes, absolutely. Yes, with slightly better security than, like, let's say, Perler, who made people or, take pictures of their or driver's the Department license. of Defense. Yeah. So, uh, sure, I'll cough up a picture of my driver's license, and then the company not encrypt that data and just leave it out there for anybody to steal. It's it's just on the cloud. <laughs> oh, who yes. has access to the cloud? It's a cloud, right? Only God and birds and they don't hate me right so <laughs> and the angels and they hate no one <laughs> exactly <laughs> all right I, I don't think we've solved anybody's problems here this this shit has to already exist it's just that i've never come across it in my life yeah so okay at this level so, yeah sorry society <laughs> I still think a dating site where you can like look at somebody's like not the not the them that they want you to see but the actual them on paper. I think that's a Yeah, I don't idea. I don't care if you're not, you know, if if you're not if you don't match your the you know the the profile picture, right. you know, the you know the the picture that came with a friend. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, but you know be who you are. Right. Allow me to see that you are actually, you know, just not a thief. <laughs> that seems fair, right? I, I mean, dating is a, a sort of a form of a social contract. So absolutely, you should be able to vet the person and not take them on their word. Again, just because I'm coughing up the money for the you know, the expensive appetizer tray at Long John Silver's mm -hmm. doesn't mean I'm employed or, <laughs> you know, not live in my mom's basement, you know, yeah. or out to completely fleece you. Or, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing, you know, identifying these people that are, are predators. Right. Uh, and that goes, you know, male, female. There's, there's both, you know, and I, oh God, that's a, yeah. Only that. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> we've accomplished nothing. We, we've made fun yes. of some people and I think we did a spectacular job of uh, checking all those boxes and crossing those T's. Yes. Nothing accomplished except uh, just hanging out and talking about shit. Yeah, man. And we had a few beers. Uh, ironically, yeah. it looks like I I stepped up my game, and you you dropped down a little bit. Was that a Miller Light I saw you drinking there? Yeah, yeah. Miller Light, <laughs> less less filling, taste more taste. Yeah, more taste than um, what? More taste than water. Yeah, uh, eh, most of the time, if it's super cold. I'm trying to watch my figure. I got to go back into the public at some yeah, point. Cheerleader season's coming up. <laughs> if we're going to take regionals, I got to drop twenty by July. <laughs> um, I opted for Blue Moon, and um, I picked up a six pack of it at the store. God, I don't know, a while ago, 
just because I knew this was coming up. We'd have to drink. And um, I stopped doing drink and draws during the pandemic where people just come over and hang out and drink beer and draw. So what I do now is called Pint and Paints, where my brother comes Ooh. over and we paint miniatures, you know, like the little D&D miniatures. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So um, he's pretty safe. We, we are six feet apart. Masks, you know, all that shit. But whenever I have Miller Light in the house, he just fucking just destroys me. Just makes fun of me and like, God, you act like you're 17 still and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Hey, it's a fine American pilsner. <laughs> but he is, uh, oh, fuck, he listens to the show, so I, I've already dug my grave. Um, he, he's a very high-end drinker. He, he brews oh. himself, so... Like high-end, like Rolling Rock, or high-end... No, like, like shit you've never it's heard important. of that you can only buy for a month out of the year. That kind of stuff. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Right on. Like, I'm looking for a hoppy IPA with something with a a little bit of an oaky aftertaste to it. Kind of beer drinker. But I want to taste flowers an hour later. Right, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, on the other side, as I'm pushing my cart around, I'm like, fuck, it's only $8 a 12-pack? Come to pop right. <laughs> Dig it. I'm gonna drink half of you fuckers on the way home. All the way to the car. That's right. Don't get to know anybody else in this cart, little guys, because you're not gonna be living very long. <laughs> you're all doomed. <laughs> oh shit. Three of you will never see the inside of my refrigerator. <laughs> It's true. I'll drink one of you from the trunk to the door. <laughs> Say your goodbyes now. <laughs> and so um, we already have a bunch of great stories for you guys next month. Thanks to Tom's hard work and diligence. So um, we will come back in March with a bunch of Grade A five star assholes to make fun of. Yes. Mm-hmm. The world is full of assholes. <laughs> it truly is. That's that's one thing that will never, never be off the shelf. <laughs> so true. So with that in mind, um have a great life for the next month or so till we see you again and just don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. Happy surviving. Amen. Night, night. Ciao.